Hey, what's up, world? Or whoever the hell listens to my podcast. <laughs> uh, long time no see. Or should I just say long time no listen? I mean, it is a podcast. You don't really see a podcast. Regardless, it's been a long time. And can I just say, what a crazy freaking year it's been so far. It's only been like, what, three months? And so much shit has happened. Who knows what's in store for us in April? I got to quote a friend of mine, Herb. Herb, if you're listening to me, I'm going to quote your tweet. And he said, like, for us 94 to 95 babies, who would have known that our quarter life crisis would have been an actual global crisis? I mean, it's so true. Like, this is the most globally disruptive thing I've experienced in my lifetime. I don't know about you guys, uh, but it's crazy. I mean, we're all experiencing this thing together. Like, the entire planet is experiencing this COVID-19 craziness together. And speaking of craziness... I'm going to review a Netflix uh, miniseries. Is it a miniseries? A documentary miniseries that is freaking crazy. I mean, it's taken the world by storm. The memes are hilarious. I mean, how could you not meme this thing? It's, it's so insane, like, on its own. You don't even have to make fun of it for it to be freaking hilarious. It's hilarious on its own. Uh, the madness within it is already enough to entertain you, even without the memes. Uh, and of course, I'm talking about Tiger King, and you already knew that because it's on the freaking title of the podcast episode. But, dude, if you haven't seen Tiger King yet, I'm gonna uh, be delving into some spoilers here because I can't really talk about how freaking crazy this show is without spoiling it. So, if you don't want to get spoiled, you might want to pause this podcast right now, come back after watching it, it's it's pretty short it's just like seven episodes 40 minutes each totally bingeable in one day though i watched it over the span of three days because i'm not the binging type yeah if you haven't seen tiger king go see it it's freaking crazy come back and we'll talk about it some more so tiger king okay walking into this documentary i i've already seen some memes about it so i knew a little about it but i thought it was gonna be all about the tigers because um Short background of my life here, short snippets. As a kid, you know, I always wanted to be like a zookeeper. I know zoos are frowned upon now, but I didn't know better as a kid, okay? So you gotta forgive me for that. (laughs) Uh, I know better now. I know zoos are supposed to be a thing of the past. I'm all for animal uh, rights and animal conservation and all that jazz. Okay, if, if it wasn't a zookeeper, I wanted to be like a veterinarian. Or if you guys watched Wild Thornberries, I wanted to be exactly like Nigel Thornberry. Okay, not maybe not exactly like him. More of like Steve Irwin. Yeah, I wanted to be like a wildlife TV host. So anyways, enough about me. <laughs> Back to Tiger King. Yeah, I walked into this series expecting it to be more about the tigers. But the more the episodes progressed, it became less about the tigers and more about the eccentric egomaniacs who own the tigers. And man, the characters... Okay, I'm going to call them characters, even though they're actual people, because they are characters. They're freaking insane, dude. First of all, we got Joe Exotic. Okay, uh, pause. You guys will have to forgive me for my energy level right now, because I just had two cups of black coffee, and I am pumped. But I think my energy levels are appropriate for the, you know, topic at hand, so that's fine. Okay, back to Tiger King. First of all, we got to talk about Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, the main, I don't want to say protagonist, because there's no real protagonist in this thing. It doesn't really take sides. The documentary doesn't take sides with anyone, but it shows how freaking crazy they all are, like, equally. They're all equally insane. Joe Exotic, he is 
I think he's the titular character of this whole thing because he is the Tiger King. Like, he's referred to as the Tiger King. He's freaking insane. Like, okay, I, I think I've said insane about 50 times already, but it's the most, you know, appropriate word to describe anything in Tiger King. So, Joe Exotic, freaking madman. First of all, I know he's not exactly a role model for anyone out there. But man, even though he's done some really bad things, out of everybody in the show, he is the most likable one. He's the most charismatic one. He's the one you sort of want to root for. Because, first of all, he sounds like a freaking made-up person. His name alone already sounds like a cartoon character, Joe Exotic. His fashion sense is hilarious. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, like, hating on it, you know? If, if you can rock a mullet, you know, good for you. His tattoos are insane. His whole freaking personality, everything about the guy seems like it was written on Mad Libs, okay? And I guess what makes Joe the most likable character in the show, even though he is, you know, all levels of fucked up and he is an egomaniac, is that he's authentic and he's genuine and he's all out there. Now, even though, okay, I'll admit, Joe says some pretty sick things and he does some messed up shit, but he is transparent about everything. Everything he thinks of, he just lets it out. So you can't really call him a liar or a manipulator. Well, he is kind of a manipulator to some people, but not as much as the other characters on the show. But he is the most genuine. I guess that's the perfect word. He's the most, like, sincere, I guess, uh, character throughout the whole show, which is why he's the most likable. And also, okay, I gotta comment on his accent because it is... Okay, no hate towards Southern people, but it is just so entertaining to watch Joe talk. Anything that comes out of his mouth is instantly quotable because of his accent, like... I'm never going to financially recover from this. And I guess the most quotable things Joe says are things pertaining to his arch nemesis, that bitch Carol Baskin. I can't can't even say it with a straight face. That bitch Carol Baskin. You know, COVID-19, I'll tell you who's to blame for it. Carol fucking Baskin. I can't, man. I can't. I gotta work on that Joe accent, though. But whenever he says, Carol Baskin, (laughs) I can't help but laugh, dude. Okay, let's talk about Carol. Carol is the freaking... Okay, this is just gonna be for the sake of giving an analogy. Like, I love Taylor Swift. My friends know I'm the biggest Swifty. I've been, like, in love with her since, what, 2009? But just for the sake of comparing Carol Baskin, you can't say Carol Baskin without using Joe's accent for the record. Okay, Carol Baskin is like the Taylor Swift of the exotic big cat owning world. And I'm not talking like current Taylor Swift. Like, okay, I've seen Miss Americana and I loved it. It almost brought me to tears. But Taylor Swift before Reputation, you know how she'd always play the victim? Even if, you know, okay, she kind of really was the victim in a lot of those cases, but she'd always play the victim. She always looks innocent with her blue eyes and blonde hair. That's Carol Baskin. That's Carol Baskin in the big cat, you know, world. She always plays 
the innocent card. She always plays the victim card against people like Joe Exotic. <laughs> and you can't really blame her because Joe does some pretty messed up stuff towards Carol. Like, he sends her freaking poisonous snakes. Puts freaking, like, a rattlesnake in her mailbox. Tries to have her freaking assassinated on her, like, daily bike ride. But the despicable thing about Carol is she hates Joe Exotic. She hates Doc Antle, you know, Doc Antle the pimp with the ponytail. She hates all of them. She's trying to shut all of them down for exploiting big cats, putting them in cages, and making money off of them. But what does she do? She exploits big cats by putting them in cages and making money off of them. She does the exact same thing, and... What she's really doing, it's kind of transparent. She's just trying to to monopolize the exotic big cat industry. And I guess that's what makes her so such a villain. Like, even though she's playing the innocent victim card, you can see right through it, dude. Like, she's not really for uh, raising big cats and bringing them back into the wild. She, like, takes advantage of people. She makes people work for her park for free. She charges a lot for people seeing her big cats. Um, for people interacting with her big cats and her sanctuary isn't exactly the nicest place like the cages are kind of rusty and like dingy she's really sketchy too like that way that she supposedly you know fed her husband to the tigers I know she said she was innocent but when she was like if you want to really feed someone to big cats you gotta like bathe them in sardine oil why does she know that? Why does she know that technique? Why does she know that if you have to make a big cat eat a human being, you gotta dip them in sardine oil? Why does it sound tried and tested? <laughs> Carol Baskin, you bitch! <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say it. I'm like addicted to saying that phrase. I don't know how long it's gonna be till that wears off, but like, you guys can like, if you have alcohol right now at home, try to take a shot every time I either say the word insane or every time I say, Carol Baskin, you bitch. <laughs> okay, so we covered Joe Exotic. We covered Carol Baskin. I mean, oh, I, I can't believe I said her name without the accent. We, okay, uh, redo. We covered Joe Exotic. We covered Carol Baskin. <laughs> now let's talk about the other characters. Doc Antle, seemingly the most sane dude among the big cat owners. But dude, that guy's a freaking pimp. The guy's a freaking sex addict, dude. <laughs> he, like, uses these big cats to lure in innocent, like, young girls and forces them to get boob jobs and stuff. Dude, this guy's freaking... If I were to cast, like, an actor to play Doc Antle, it'll be Will Ferrell, dude. <laughs> he reminds me of Will Ferrell's, like, insane characters, like... Ron Burgundy, or Ricky Bobby, or even, like, Chaz, Michael Michaels, and Blades of Glory. Doc Antle could be played perfectly by Will Ferrell. And while we're at it, I want to cast... Who could be Joe Exotic? Maybe David Spade. David Spade would make a great Joe Exotic. Like, David Spade posted this video of, of him saying, I know who's to blame for this. Carol fucking Baskin. And, dude, it, it was perfect. Like, cast... David Spade, make a comedy movie uh, starring David Spade as as Joe Exotic and Will Ferrell as Doc Antle. 
Okay, back to the other characters. <laughs> What's his name? That other guy. Hold on, I gotta take a sip of water because, like, I'm getting dehydrated talking about Tiger King. Mmm, water's good, man. Stay hydrated. Uh, okay. So back to the other characters. There's this other dude, seemingly the most sane, besides Doc Antle, was this drug lord who, who was supposedly the inspiration for Scarface. And when a drug lord is the most sane person in a group of characters, you know everyone else is over the top. Also, we got Jeff Lowe. That freaking, that freaking con artist Lee's bag. I, I know Joe Exotic's not a good guy, per se, but he freaking set Joe up. Joe, I know Joe manipulates his boyfriends into marrying him, but, like, this guy manipulated the manipulator. He manipulated uh, Joe Exotic into giving him the park so he could con his way into getting all of Joe's money. Dude, like, if there's a villain in this thing that isn't Carol Baskin... It's Jeff Lowe, that asshole, man. He, he put Joe in jail. He set Joe up, dude. It was so obvious. Even though he's he claims to be innocent, dude, that guy's going to be locked up next, I'm telling you. And, okay, I, I, I got to admit, the guy's an asshole, but he does a freaking good impression of Joe Exotic. <laughs> that Jeff Lowe, that jerk. Uh, okay, who else have we not covered? Okay, Jeff Lowe. And all the other, like, side characters aren't really worth mentioning. Oh, they, they are all funny. Okay, I know that everyone in this show is sketchy AF. But I guess the good guys, if any, the unsung heroes in this show are the zookeepers. Like, uh, Joe Exotic zookeepers. Like, that guy with prosthetic legs. The girl who lost her arm. That guy with long hair. Their working conditions are insane. Like, okay, you gotta take a shot. I said the word insane. Like, Joe Exotic feeds these guys, or at least, like, allows them to eat expired meat. He allows them to share the expired Walmart meat that is supposedly for the tigers. Like, the employees eat that too. And freaking Joe Exotic puts expired meat in the pizza for his guests. That asshole. That charismatic southern asshole. And these people do it for the tigers. They're not in it for the fame like Joe Exotic or Doc Antle or Carol Baskin are. They're like doing it because they genuinely love the big cats. And I guess that's the most tragic thing about the whole, the whole show is Joe Exotic went into this whole tiger venture for the animals. Uh, this, this part really got to me in the end. Like the show's ridiculous, but the ending really like struck a chord in me. Because, like, I love animals. I love tigers. And he said he really started this whole shindig. I don't think Joe Exotic's the one who said this. But, like, somebody, somebody in the show said that Joe went into this thing genuinely caring about the tigers. Like, it was all about the conservation of these animals. And then somewhere along the way, his ego, like, inflated tenfold. And it became more and more about him using these tigers to make him look good, uh, to elevate his social status. His ego got in the way. And I think he admitted to that in the end, like when he was locked up already. He said he was guilty of depriving these animals of being animals. Another reason why Joe Exotic is kind of, I wouldn't say the hero, but he's not exactly the villain either because he knows what he did was wrong. And he's like 
trying to move Bastet, even though he's locked up. He knows what he did was wrong, and he's always transparent. He's always honest. He does manipulate people, but like, like he's out there. Like you know, whatever he's thinking, he's not hiding his agendas. Like if he wants to kill someone, he says it. He says it to the camera. He says it to his employees. If he hates someone, he's pretty transparent about it. Unlike Carol fucking Baskin, I I'm gonna feel bad if Carol's actually innocent, but I'm I'm gonna feel worse. If she's just so good at putting on this act that some of us are actually thinking she's innocent. Like, either way, I'm going to feel bad. So, okay, water break. Sorry, I'm getting dehydrated again. It's a coffee. I think it's a coffee. Mmm, that water's good. This podcast was brought to you by water. Stay hydrated. Okay, and that's all I have to say about Tiger King. Well, not really, but there's actually tons to say, but... Let's not leave that all to me. If there's anything you guys uh, want to talk about that I haven't shed light on regarding Tiger King or anything, anything movie related, feel free to slide into my DMs or comment on my Instagram posts or Facebook posts or uh, whatever, what have you. And let's, let's, you know, let's start a discussion because like that's the main point of this podcast, really. It's on a one way street. Um, I want to hear from you guys, too. So if you're not following my Instagram or Facebook, it's at for real though, F-O-R-R-E-E-L-T-H-O. And yeah, let's talk there. Let's talk more Tiger King there. And don't forget, okay, PSA, don't forget to wash your hands, stay indoors, stay hydrated, stay healthy, work out. And I don't know what's, what's left to say that hasn't already been said. Take care. Except you, Carol Baskin. You bitch. <laughs> okay, I gotta work on that Joe Exotic impression. It's pretty bad. But I'll try to get I'll try to get better at it. <laughs> For real though.